Hey everybody and welcome to another episode. I don't know, I'm gonna keep trying out different intros until I find what I like. We're gonna figure this out, right? Okay, so this is a question that I hear from patients like all the time. Now that I don't specifically come in to the ER for this problem. I mean some might. I mean, you know, you'd be surprised. I got a crazy story I'm going to tell y'all in a couple of weeks about somebody came into the ER about crazy things. Anyways, um, but yeah, so this is a question I hear all the time. Um, and it's basically like, I'm not a teenager anymore. Why do I still have acne? Right? Because y'all know I treat in the ER mostly adults. We do have a children's wing and I do float over there to them. Um, I don't like to float over there to them. Because that's a whole different bird. And I like adults. I just stick with that. Um, So it's like, you know, I'm not a teenager anymore. Why do I still have acne? The truth is, it's quite common to see acne persist into adulthood. Okay. Um, Although acne is common, commonly thought of like as like a adolescent, young, teenager, preteen problem. It can occur in people of all ages. So this week, we are going to be talking about acne. Yeah, get rid of some of these, you know, myth busting, myth busters, or is that the show? Uh, myth busting or myth busters? I think it's myth busters. Miss, oh, gracious, myth busters is the show. It's on like um, Disney, Discovery, some something i don't know i know I've, i know it's a real show y'all let me know tell me if i'm crazy or not but i know that there's a show called miss busters think it's on discovery or like tlc or something like that one of the two I, i'm I'm gonna look it up myself after this but tell me i'm not crazy right y'all know what i'm talking about y'all know you know right so if this is your first time listening to my show, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, my name is TK. I am a healthcare professional, and I've been one since 2016. Um, I've been in different states and in different roles from an EMT, an MA, mental health tech, an ER tech, and now I'm nursing. So, you know, I've done it all. Um, one thing that I've always encountered was people asking questions and wanting to talk about their health, which inspired me to start a podcast doing just that so this is health talk where you have the health and i have the talk so let's talk about it yeah so adult acne has many similarities to adolescent acne with regard to both causes and the treatments okay but there are some unique qualities to adult acne that's different from adolescent acne okay so adult acne or post-adolescence acne as it's officially called you know because you're post-adolescence right you were an adult because i mean you could be post-adolescence and not an adult because trust me i know some people okay you do too um so post-adolescent acne is acne that occurs after the age of 25 so yeah after 25 you heard me right after 25 i'm I get a lot of 19, 20-year-olds. I'd be like, you only 19. You still got teen behind your age. Baby, just because you legally an adult don't mean, whew, I'm not going to get on that horse. Anyways, so for the most part, the same factors that cause acne in adolescence 
are at play in adult acne. The four factors that directly contribute to acne are, you know, excessive oil production, pores becoming clogged by, you know, skin, sticky skin cells, bacteria and inflammation. That's it. Okay. That's it. Just, just hear me out. That's it. I know y'all are going to be like, but wait, but what about that's it? Those are the four. No matter what you, whatever miss y'all learned or that, because I've heard them too. Trust me, growing up, I heard them too, but that's it. That's, that's the causes. That's it. So there are also some indirect factors that can influence the direct that the before mentioned direct factors okay again they can influence them they're not the cause of them okay i want to be very clear on that so things that can influence um um acne can be like hormones stress your menstrual cycle and you know like oil things that uh, produce and influence oil production hair products skincare products makeup um poor diet all of that okay makeup which can clog your pores okay and diet which can influence the inflammation throughout the body and that comes with the four the inflammation part of it yeah you see see how that goes hand in hand okay um some medications um including like corticosteroids and stuff like that and different types of steroids can also cause acne um many skin disorders um you know just different types of things okay now if if you have how do i put this okay so basically acne can and especially post-adolescence acne um, sometimes adolescent acne, but, but more so post-adolescent acne can be a sign or be a window into a symptomatic condition. All right. So for like example, if you have hair loss, excessive hair growth, irregular menstrual cycles, rapid weight gain or loss in addition to your acne or a rapid onset of acne with no prior history of, of, uh, of, you know, having acne like this, baby, that's a red flag, red flag. Okay. Um, and that can be red flags for underlying diseases such as, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS or other type of endocrine, um, disorders. So if you have the acne with like anything else, be sure you tell your healthcare provider um, that you're experiencing additional symptoms and they may recommend further evaluation, blood work and stuff like that about like, you know, so sometimes the acne can be, you know, a sign or symptom of something that's different or greater. Okay. Right. So just, just, just again, I'm going to preach on this almost probably almost every single episode I do, but talk to us, talk to us. We talk back. Okay. Like just talk to us, tell us what's going on. Be honest. You don't have to lie. You ain't got to lie to us. Like, I, you don't have to lie to us. There, we we not the police. We're not. You know what I'm saying. You don't got to lie to us. You you don't. You really don't. Just talk to us. We talk back. Okay. Um. So like most things in life, 
acne is not always completely in one's control. Okay, you can't just automatically, you know, if I do this, I'm going to be in control. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, there are, however, some key tips we offer to help prevent blackout. I mean, breakouts, not blackouts, breakouts. Whew. So tip number one, I know a lot of people that do this one is never go to bed with makeup on. Okay. Now I've been guilty of this myself considering I don't wear makeup often. I really don't. Like I I really don't. Like once every blue moon, maybe you might catch me with some makeup once, twice a year, three times if you're lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like special, special occasions um with makeup. Okay. But it's not it's not something that I wear every day. So sometimes if I'm really, really exhausted and I've been out and I had to wear makeup and I had to come home, I'm going to lay down. I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to wash that pillowcase in the morning, but I'm going to lay down. Okay. But I mean, but me, I don't wear makeup often. And also when I do wear, I don't wear full face makeup. So I'm not putting the foundation and the, I see those videos and baby, honey, y'all is beat, but y'all got like 27 billion layers of makeup on your skin. And from the, this contour and this highlighter, and then this, this, and this, and this, and shimmery and I don't know all the names and I don't know. I'm not going to act because I don't wear makeup. So, but baby, honey, y'all be beat. And I love it and it looks beautiful, but I don't, I don't, I can't, one, I can't do that, but two, I don't do that. So you're going to get some eyeshadow and lip gloss, well, not lip gloss, but some lipstick. Um, and that's it. So if I go to bed with my makeup on, it's just my eyes. But if you have a full face makeup and you go to bed, you asking for it. Okay. Now you're going to, you're just asking for it. Because you've got 27 layers on your face already. Your skin can't breathe. Then you go to make bed with it on. Now you really can't breathe. Now you just suffocated your skin for all the hours that you wore, you were up wearing the makeup. And all the hours that you were supposed to be sleeping, restoring your skin. It can't. Okay? Just point back serious. Don't go to bed with makeup on. Alright? Period. If you do it every blue moon, fine. But don't go to bed. Don't make it a habit. I know people that do go to bed i know people's grandmothers that was like oh my grandmama she went to bed every night with a little thin clutter or foundation or something don't do it your skin is horrible like no it's crying so you also want to check labels when you're purchasing cosmetics especially for like skincare products um to make sure that they're oil free or if they use terms like won't clog your pores or, um, you know, stuff like that. You want to make sure, especially if you're going to be wearing it for long periods of time. Okay. Um, avoid facial oils and hair products that contain a lot of oils. Okay. Now people keep saying like, Oh, what does my hair product got to do with my face? Okay. Okay. We're just, um, Okay, I'll break it down for you. Okay, so I used to think that I was like, that's a dumb question. Like, what do you mean? But I'm okay, I'm just, you know, I get it so much that it's like, okay, you know, whatever. So nine times out of ten, if you have a lot of products that have oils on your hair, like if your hair is going to get in your face, your hair gets in your face, your hair touches your face. Where do you think those oils go to? They go on your face. They rub up on your face. Um Sometimes when you're spraying, like if you're spraying the product on your hair, you're gonna it's gonna spray in your face. I mean, it sprays, it sprays in your face. You can't control 
air and wind and space-time continuum. You, you can't control that. So, you know, you might be aiming for your hair. And, yeah, it's getting 90% of it's going to your hair. But you got a little fine little mist, especially when you're using the aerosol products or the misting products. It goes on your face. All right? So, yes. So, try to avoid hair products that contain a lot of oil. That's something that you want to do. Okay? Um, so you want to do that okay so some acne spots are not actually acne but are post-inflammatory pigment changes from previous acne lesions or from picking at acne or pimples now honey let me tell y'all i got a whole thing of saved videos on my youtube channel that are pimple poppins okay like not you know just pimple pop. i love it I love it. Dr. Pimple Popper. Shout out to Dr. Pimple Popper out here at Cali. Okay. Um, she's wonderful. I love her show. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. I pops the pimples. I'm addicted. Yes. Okay. So those those can lead to inflammation after you didn't pop it. Of course, it's going to flare up, especially if you're improperly popping them. Improperly popping it. Now, those are going to post um inflammatory pigment changes that can make it flare up that's nothing that's no good okay no bueno all right now there is some evidence that specified that dietary changes may help reduce the risk of acne for example there was one meta analysis about 14 observational studies that included nearly i guess like 80,000 children adolescents and young adults that showed a link between um, dairy products and increased risk of acne. And some studies have linked um, high glycemic index foods, you know, basically those that cause your blood sugar to rise very quickly, um, and acne. So it's important that I state, you know, to be wary of misinformation about nutrition and skin, the evidence on the relationship between diet and acne is just starting to be more exploring and bloom into its beautiful flower, okay? So in the future, the effect on diet and acne may be better understood, but as of right now, it's not very much, like I said, it's still starting out, all right? So, and yes, that leads into that myth about, oh, well, if you eat chocolate, then yeah, that's, that's a myth, baby. That's a myth. I eat chocolate. I am chocolate, honey, but I eat chocolate too. I, no, I don't have that problem. No. So don't, the studies between them are not as well, but though diet does help, it's just not, it's not concrete yet. Okay. So maybe another year, two, five, who knows, we'll have more information about it. We can concretely link it. But as of right now, like I said, it's not a hundred percent. Okay. Now, if you're thinking about, okay, I got this acne, how am I going to treat this? Okay. There is an arsenal of treatment options for acne. All right. Um, the robustness of it depends on the type and the severity of acne. All right. So you got topical creams, which work by turning over um, the skin cells faster to prevent the clogging of your pores. Now, they are the mainstay of any acne treatment regimen. All right. And they have actually added the bonus treatment of treat the bonus of treating fine wrinkles. 
you heard me fine wrinkles now go ahead go use that topical cream to treat them fine wrinkles you know you want to live forever dip in the fountain of youth right um and it can even tone and brighten your skin all right now that that's just one treatment then they have another treatment um it's called accutane um and it has other brand names i was trying to think of it i can't really think of it off the top of my head but it has other treatments now this is an oral thing that's taken by mouth it's an oral pill that's taken by mouth now this is the closest thing that one can say is is a i guess quote-unquote cure for acne that exists um and it's used to treat severe acne but if you're a woman who is or can become pregnant you need to take special precautions when you're taking this one because if you're you do become pregnant or if you are pregnant and you're taking this medication it can cause significant harm to your baby so you know you might want to if you're trying you know don't do it if you're can happen you know practice makes perfect okay so if you practicing to then you know you might want to think of some things okay um so for women with um hormonally driven type of acne basically those are the ones that flare up with the menstrual cycle they do have a medication i think it was the name of it um was i'm i'm blanking on the name real hard right now um basically they do have a medication i'm blanking on the name um it can keep your testosterone in check okay and again yes everybody whether you male or female has testosterone in their body i hear that question all the time everybody has testosterone your levels depend on if you're male or female that's how we know okay got that clear clear all right. So this medication has to be prescribed by a healthcare provider um, in order for you to get it. It's not like something that you can get over the counter or anything like that. Now, um, something you do also have an option is oral birth control pills. Well, sometimes it doesn't have to be oral. You could do like the I know I was doing some research on this and the the depo shot and um, one of the implants. Um, I'm not going to name drop it because I don't particularly care for that brand. Um, and yeah, that's just for me. Um, but yeah, one of the implants, uh, does actually do the same thing. Um, it regulates your hormones that contribute to acne. Um, so yeah, you can try those. Um, then you also have like, you know, the in-office light um, based treatments, which can sometimes help, um, chemical pills can all, that are also done in office can help to treat and chemical pills also can help fade post inflammatory um, pigment changes. Simple, non-irritating skincare products are important for anybody with acne. Okay. Anybody with acne. Now, non-irritating skincare products are important for anyone, period. I'm not even going to say with acne, period. Whether you have acne or not baby that's it don't don't irritate your skin it's the largest organ in your body first of all second of all it's your skin your face is your money maker honey like come on now get it together right so you want to choose products that are gentle and safe for your skin um and limit products that are harsh and can make your acne even worse like why why i don't even know why i have to say that but why if, if it's making it worse why are you using it 
Just like if you're allergic to a medication, why are you taking it? Like I, that blows my mind when patients are like, oh, I'm allergic to this ingredient in this medication. Okay, why are you taking it? Like why? Like that. Anyways, people are people sometimes, you know. So this last this tip I'm about to tell y'all is something that I do not myself practice. And I'm not a practice as you, I'm a practice as what you preach type of person, but I do not practice this. So if you have more willpower than me and you are stronger than me, then try not to squeeze or pick or pop your acne lesions. Okay. Again, you have to be stronger than me because baby, I can't be that strong. I'm I'm not, I'm going to pop it. I'm going to pick it. Uh, I'm a picker off the rip. Okay, now picking and popping it and stuff like that can worsen your your acne and it can um, worsen your discoloration and cause scarring on your face. Okay, yeah, that's just that you have to be better than me because, honey, I'm not I'm not the one I'm going to pick it, get it, get it out of there. It's gone. Okay, so now another question that I get is. Well, baby, I've been washing my face all the time, two times a day, blah, blah, blah. Why? Like, I don't understand. Well, washing your skin can't get rid of your blackheads or acne. Just washing it simply, no. Why? Because blackheads form below the skin's surface. When oil um, is produced, um, it's called sebum, And that happens at the bottom of your pore. So when you wash your face, you're washing the top. This is at the bottom, down under your skin. This is We're a couple of layers deep in there you're on the third layer you're not touching that okay now when the sebum reacts with air it can harden up okay so when it reacts with air in a particularly clogged already clogged pore like if you know it's already clogged a little bit now reacts and hardens up and it's really really clogged then and the pore is totally blocked that's when you get a white hit all right. And basically what you're squeezing out is the sebum mixed with like the dirt and the oil and the, the, the little bit of the inflammation. And when you get the really, 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 really big ones, you might have a little bit of pus in there, too. But because of the do from the inflammation. But nine times out of ten, when you get the little bitty ones. It's just that. Okay, so that's when you get the whiteheads. That's why it's called white because the sebum turns white when it reacts to the air and it clogs. Looks like a little butter, a little butter, just a little bit, you know, whatever. Um, now the good news is is that on its own, acne does seem to go away um, with age, no matter if how old you are. All right, if you're an adolescent listening to this, it's gonna get better, and if you're an adult listening to this. It's going to get better, all right? It tends to go away with age. Now, according to one study I read, um, acne becomes less common after the age of 44. I don't know how they came up with that specific of a number. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they came up with that number, but they just said less common after the age of 44. So if you in your 30s, keep on pushing. If you 41, 42, keep on pushing. I, I don't know what to tell you. It says 44 who knows um now some women now for some women acne ends with menopause so if you go through menopause before 44 then boom if you go through menopause after 
I don't know. Again, I don't know how they came up with that number. That's a real specific number. Like, it's not 45. It's not. It's 44. Like, that's a real specific number in my book. So, you know, whatever. Don't come for me. But, like, I'm 45. And, baby, I didn't do the research. I mean, I didn't do the study. I didn't come out with this link. Now, I can gladly send you over this case study that I read that says specifically 44. But other than that, I don't know what to tell you. Now, until you turn 44... Fortunately, there are acne treatments. Now, after you turn 44, you won't have it. Who's to say? Okay. So, but for most people, they find that a combination of the products works best for them. They'll figure it out and be like, oh, if I do a little here, a little there, you know. But the most thing to notice and to remember is that treatment takes time. It usually takes about four to 12 weeks. Okay. And you need to continue it and be proper regimen and be you know dedicated and consistent consistency is key with this okay for it to work all right just consistency is key for it to work you just it's like the gym you can't go to the gym once a month and expect to lose weight like you know or gain muscle or gain strength even if you're not trying to lose weight um yeah it's not gonna work now you have to be consistent with it in order to work okay now another thing is with proper evaluation by um a dermatologist and you know stay be committed to your treatment regimen almost all the cases of acne can be successfully treated and after all right adulthood is stressful enough without the breakouts right who needs that you got other things in your life to worry about so why worry about breakouts okay as always, though, I am a healthcare professional. Guess what, honey? I am not your healthcare professional. None of this information should be used to diagnose and or treat any condition. Please see your healthcare professional for any diagnosis and treatment plans. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode, okay? And if you're dealing with post-acne, baby, just remember... 44, okay? I, again, I don't. I didn't come up with the number. 44, you almost there. You see that light? walk through the tunnel okay now be sure to share um like subscribe most importantly follow so you don't miss any episodes thank you bye